Verbally Effective with Ina Esco is an interview-style podcast that intersects art, culture, politics, and entertainment with a Memphis focus. Each week, I'm joined by a featured guest with roots in Memphis. Verbally Effective delves into each guest's personal journey to uncover the incredible stories fueling their purpose, the highs and lows of their pursuits, and how through their passion, they are moving the culture forward. It's Al Pickett, the founder of The Black Print, where I help people win in a brave new world through the financial markets, teaching them how to profit consistently, all the financial markets, and I'm here with Verbally Effective and Ina Esco. We all around Memphis, Tennessee right here. We in the mix as well with DJ BA, a.k.a. No Genre, a.k.a. Brandon Adams, and we on Verbally Effective Podcast with Miss Ina Esco. Let's go. I told you guys that we have a guest today. I am so happy that he is here. I am talking about R&B sensation, my boy, Kendrick P. What's up, Kendrick? What's good, Ana? How you doing? I'm blessed, man. Can't complain. How are you? I am wonderful. I am wonderful. Um, you know, we we go back, uh, I would say, a, a, a long ways at this point. Nah, because you sure. was with me at the beginning with Verbally Effective Podcast. Yeah, for sure. Er- I watched it grow. I definitely Yes. And you performed at the live show I had at Hadaloo Theater. Yeah. I'm so grateful for uh, to you for that Likewise. and um it's amazing to see your career just you, growing on uber levels yeah we're working trying our hard as i say that much yes yes but you know what kendra we're gonna start at the beginning what part of memphis are you from east memphis like hickory hill you hickory hill yeah kind of like hickory hill and like i guess they call it east haven like shepherd drive tula home and okay. home zodiac it's zodiac. pretty much the whole my whole yeah Childhood, them areas pretty much, the whole East Memphis. Out okay. There. So you know how people call uh, Hickory Hill, uh, Hickory, Hickory Hood. Why they do that? I mean, you know what I'm saying? We going down <laughs> out there, man. Shout out to them, man. Hey, you know how I go. The city be up. The city be up. Was yes. that your experience growing up in Hickory Hill? Uh, Yeah, I feel like, because the neighborhood I uh, was born in, my grandma and been staying there, like, Pretty much our whole life, mm-hmm. and I don't think it was like that when they moved there. But as I remember, it, it pretty much been the same. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't at all, was it? Yeah, they say it was pretty much like quiet, nice, and everything. I'm not sure how them, how everything changed. But yeah, from what I remember, this is exactly what was going on. And you know, your family, like where you, who you grow up with, is kind of the energy that you kind of get. So it's kind of different, I guess, if it makes sense. Yeah, I was kind of influenced by some. <laughs> some, you know, some characters guys. yeah i said yeah it was gonna say it like that yeah so <laughs> okay so were you singing around them gangsters back then oh yeah most see, thing about it <laughs> my granddaddy is a gangster right okay, <laughs> but he a pastor he a pastor so he made sure that i was always embedded in church i, I grew up in a church like, i really didn't have a choice but to go to church mm-hmm. growing up it was one of them things like you better be there on sunday okay and um they kind of peeped that i was a good singer at around like six. She was like, okay, yeah, he got That's a little six. voice. You Who know. do you get that voice from? I kind of owe it to my granddad. Okay. Because he, like, the closest thing I know to Al Green, for real. Like, he, oh, he sang wow. that time. Like, dude, he he the truth. He played instruments as well. Okay. And he just, he my, he my, uh, my mentor. I say that much. He the reason I pretty much understand music the way I did. Because he kind of put me out there. Mm-hmm. With no choice and like raw learning on the spot, playing in the church in front of any and everybody. Wow! So I uh, hated it at the time, 
But you didn't. You like, dang, I gotta go to church again. <laughs> it was just fun, like no no weeks off. But I'm grateful for it now because it embedded something in me that keep me, you know, what I'm saying grounded. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, my musical abilities really stem from being in them uh, in that setting. Yeah. And I'm grateful for it because I wouldn't understand music the way I do without it. Wow, do you play an instrument? Yeah, I play. Uh, I can play drums. I play piano. I play a little bit of bass. Oh, you're the real deal. Yeah, I can pick up anything. Though. I ain't gonna say I'm the most fluent on all those instruments, but my mm-hmm. ear is to the point to where if you sit, let me sit with any instrument for more than a day, I'm gonna figure it out and I'm gonna be able to play it. Wow, very musically inclined. Yeah, I'm blessed. I say that much. I'm just I'm grateful to be able to do it because I love music so much. So mm-hmm. it's just it's a it's a blessing to be able to understand it at this level i say i used to be in a choir really <laughs> growing up i used to be in the church in the church it was um, a soprano or alto alto yeah okay, alto. Okay. what are you i ain't really singing the choir too much when i got older i was a little kid of course i was mm-hmm. a tenor though you're but, a tenor yeah. I, I i can hear that because you can go high yeah i can i you think can hit them notes yeah i've been working on my little range you know like al saying? green yeah my al green <laughs> one of them guys he the one yeah for real <laughs> Wow. So, what high school did you graduate from? Southwind. Southwind. How yeah. was your experience at Southwind? It was cool. It was cool. It was a very mixed type of people, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Without, with lack of better words or whatever. Um, yeah, I loved it. I, I pretty much grew up around my same friend group that I grew up with, like mm-hmm. from elementary and middle school. So, it wasn't too much different as far as like my people. But, yeah, I enjoyed my high school years. I wouldn't go back to it, though, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't a school <laughs> guy at all. And I got, like, they forced me to get in the choir my 12th grade year. I was going to ask, were you in the choir at Southwind? Yeah, I didn't, get, I didn't have a choice. I was missing on my 11th grade year. They, they forced like, you to get in the choir. Yeah. And you had to compete in the competitions. Yeah, but we ain't even, it wasn't gospel choir, though. Mm-hmm. It was, like, classical. If mm-hmm. they, and they were singing, like, we were singing songs that weren't even in English for real. Wow, that just really, you know, um, diversifies your musical ability, though. Yeah, that's why I'm grateful for it. I hated it at the time because I was just like, what is this? Like, this ain't what I want to be doing. And I was, I really didn't have a choice. Like, the environment I grew up in, I really didn't think music was the thing to do. But I had no choice but to gravitate to it because mm-hmm. it was literally in me. Like, and... As much as I tried to stray away from it, I ended up just walking into it slowly. I tried to be a producer, and I wanted to be a DJ. Then I ended up writing the songs, and um, I got forced to be in the choir, and that's when I started to write. But being in the choir helped me understand my vocal abilities, and I was like, okay, I can really probably do something. Mm-hmm. I ended up being in the talent show that year. I felt the reaction from all the crowd and everything. I was like, okay, yeah, what did you I can sing? Um, it was me and Chelsea Barnes. And we sung um, Chris Brown and Seven Streeter, Won't Stop. Oh, wow. But we did it a cappella. Mm. Crazy thing, I was so nervous because when we did the practice, we tried to sing it with the track. But we <laughs> never practiced with the track. So when we did it with the track, I sounded horrible. And I was like, nah, I'm going to mess this up. And we just made a decision, like, we're not going to use the track. Mm-hmm. And when we got up there, we did our thing. You know, uh, Chelsea Barnes, she wanted to top one of the best vocalists that I've known my whole life. Is she uh, related to the Barnes that sing in Memphis? Yeah, that's her. She was the one. Uh, she it's was. A lot of um, them. I think I know. It's a lot of them. It yeah. is a lot of them. Yeah. It is. Yeah. But she, because she got a sister, an older sister, Ashley. They were on uh, Sunday's Best. 
Oh wow! Yeah, they yeah, did that's that thing. Barnes family. Yeah, they did that. They do their thing. Wow! They got a brother named Bobby. He one of the coldest, all around musical people I've ever met. Like he used to teach me a lot as far as like learning different instruments and just understanding the flow of things, like mm-hmm. just feeling it and just letting it go. You know what I'm saying? Wow! He was great at that. So, so you have so. a lot of people that have impacted your world. Definitely. Um, in this musical game. So I know that you are a big Al Green fan. So I'm going to drop a little Al Green. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how you got into being an artist. So after you graduated from Southwind. Yep, yep. And your new project. And we're going to listen to some new music as well. Let's do it. Kendrick P., when you graduated Southwind, what happened? My, Luke. So I basically. I, I guess I had already figured out that I wanted to put out a project because I was recording songs and um, writing and stuff while I was in school. So I knew pretty much everything I wanted to do as far as a project. And dropped, I got out of uh, high school, kind of picked up a job at Nike or whatever. How was that? <sighs> did you like it, Kendrick P? I did not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was cool for, you know what I'm saying? You was like, this is not what I want to do, though. I can't get a job, man. You know how it go. Working mm-hmm. for somebody else, it feel like you went there spending all this time on somebody else's dream, and the, the mm-hmm. pay don't equate to your time that you use, and when you can be putting all this time to something that you're, you know what I'm saying, you purpose to be doing. And that's how I really saw it, but at the time, I had to do what I had to do. I ended up having to leave there for some crazy stuff because you know how I meant for be everything just be people and they uh <laughs> people, people peopling yeah people peopling exactly <laughs> I'm gonna keep that one I like that people just peopling so okay but I dropped the project while I was working at Nike in uh oh, December wow. like on I think it was the 24th actually okay and it did pretty good and it was dropping I think I dropped it and it started to uh, go up by the thousands by the hour. And I was just like, wow, I can probably do this for real. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about earlier about how the high school cultivation, just knowing so many different people from yes. it, it helps so much, especially if you have a good name in those situations. And I was just kind of one of those guys that was just cool. I ain't really had no problem, nobody. I was just out the way and just being pee, you feel me? So, what yeah. was the name of that project, your first Music. one? Music. Say it again. Music. Music. Yeah. Music. Like music, but M- six. Music. Okay, tell me about the name of that. I came up with it because of the songs that I was creating was based off of me speaking on pleasure in women. Okay. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Young, them experiences mean a lot to you at them ages, so you, you know what I'm saying? And a big focus for a young man is trying to get more women, so mm-hmm. they were kind of my focal point, and I always been more so of a guy to be around more women than dudes because I already know what come with being around a whole lot of dudes problems. Mm-hmm. Well, women don't have no problems. Me and women get along fine. Yeah, I get along <laughs> fine. Though. Yeah, so you know, you know. <laughs> so uh, and it went really well. The ladies loved it. I know. Yeah, it, it did pretty well. A song from uh, a song from the project called Australian Kisses was the one that stuck for mm-hmm. the most part. They still asking for it now. Wow, you should yeah. do a remix. We are uh, of the light. We working on it. We actually did. They really just want me to put it out on uh, DSPs. It's never been on Apple Music and nothing like that. It's always just been on like SoundCloud, Spinrilla. Mm-hmm. So I was just about to get ready to re-release. I just want to do it the right way. So mm-hmm. all my day ones are really, you know what I'm saying, feel the effect. Because they really think 
well, I ain't gonna say they think they feel that it's a classic. So mm-hmm. I just want to make sure I move in their manner. You got to get the people which what they want. Yeah, definitely. Because that's who's consuming your music. You're right. And you know what? Things are like just so different. Um, I started radio in about ninety nine two thousand, mm-hmm. and the way that music is consumed now i'm talking about back then cds was going on you go to the record store and now everything is digital so fast and direct yes it is but you came into the world with a digital or no not really but i saw it progress so as i kind of as i was growing into it it really was like a natural kind of thing it didn't really shock me at all it just was like okay cool Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, so I don't really think I felt the effects of the, like the change. I remember when everything was just CDs though, cause we used mm-hmm. to have to have a CD case and bring that junk in the car and everything. Yes, so, yeah. yes, toting all them CDs. But think about it, before CDs, they were toting all these records Man, around right. here. So I guess things have become easier. Yet, what I want to know from you, like even with your music. Um, the streams, the downloads, is it easy to keep up with that data? Uh, yeah, because they have like platforms in place for you to do so. Mm-hmm. So I say that's the only reason that it's easy. Um, who's to say that those numbers aren't manipulated? I can't I've say. I've been hearing a lot yeah. of talks about that. Exactly. I don't, I'm not sure what other people are doing mm-hmm. um, from what we see. It seems to be organic, mm-hmm. uh, bliss to say. And we've been working for a long time, so... You know, the build-up has just been what it is. Yeah. Uh, I definitely think, I feel like that time was better mm-hmm. for artists. It just gave us more of a mystique. Like, now they want to know everything you're doing, you feel me? Like, okay, you better post every day on social media because you got that social media game on point, Kendrick Pete. I've been trying. It's hard for me because I don't like to be in putting my business out too much or just being in everybody's business every day, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. Mine became such of a, a everyday thing at this point. Like you have to do it. It's your, I tell everybody when I talk about it, it's your commercial at this point. Yeah. So this is how you promote yourself at, at the easiest, mine, the easiest way you could possibly do it. Just network, talk, mm-hmm. connect with people. When you ain't doing nothing but typing on the phone, it don't take you no time to do so. So it's, it's pros and cons to it all. I just wish we had more of the older vibe, you know, the yeah. two thousand vibe. Yeah, um, cause them DMs, you know, you know, they can get right to you now. <laughs> well, and it's like a good thing too because we can get right to some of our favorite people, and True. hopefully they see it. Most times they not, obviously, but it's still great to be able to just have that much reach to yeah. the people. Um, like I said, I feel like you just got to make sure you you use it in the most useful manner because it's the easiest distraction. To get you away from what's really per- what's really um, worth using your time, mm-hmm. you know. So, so do you know in your mind, hey, I'm a post daily, or do you have a team that help you <clears throat> with all of that? Definitely have a team. Uh, got a content strategist. His name he go by Silverback, Silverback Productions. And he do a great job with helping me. Uh, just make sure I'm staying as consistent as we can on the socials. Uh, and I, I try to stay in my stories, just post a little different stuff I'm doing during the day. Or more so things that I feel about life or just anything that I could pass on that I feel could help a person, maybe. So, 
Yeah, we kind of just stay on point with it. They definitely jump hard on me if I miss a day. Oh, they gonna jump hard on you? Like, KP, where, what where, you where, doing? Where the clip at? Where the short? Where the real? It, it, well, I'm telling you, <laughs> you know, B bro ain't playing no games. I already know. Um, I also want to send a big shout out to my boy Ricardo with Hunter Promotions. Yes, sir. How did you meet Ricardo? <clears throat> and tell me about your relationship with Ricardo. Man, so <laughs> I was kind of getting out of a situation and. I heard about him. I really had been hearing about it. Now I feel because you know he be ringing around the world pretty much. So mm-hmm. um, I had reached out to him like, "Hey man, you know, can I come up there and just holler at you about a couple of things?" And he had heard some of my music, so he was like, "Yeah, come talk to me." I pulled up to the office. You know, he got it dicked out with all the work he didn't done. So I'm like, "Okay." Yeah, he been That's in the a game a long time. A long time, mm-hmm. real. And um, you know, I sat in there, I talked to him. And I kind of just watched them work. Like, I'm kind of one of the people I like to observe before I really engage with people. Because, you know, you never know what somebody's uh, intentions are. And energy is so strong. Like, I'm, one of those, I'm an empath, so I don't really like to mix energies with the wrong people because mm-hmm. it affects me. But I'm watching them. And I'm just watching them work. He ain't doing too much talking, you feel me? Like, <laughs> he ain't doing like, yeah, I do this, I do that. You feel do this and that. Like, look at this. Like, you see this? He ain't said nothing about That's none him. That's he him. just working. And about the business. The, on the business, signing chicks, getting off the phone. He like, yeah, my bad, but yeah. So what do you need? What you looking for? Ooh. I did this. I went. I was coming up there right before I went to work at like four thirty. So I did that for a whole week straight. And I was just like, alright, but I want to lock in. Like I really rock with you. Like I like how you move. You real respectable guy. You know what I'm saying? We just had a real mutual conversation about how the energy that we felt from each other. And man, from there we've been locked in. It's been family. Mm-hmm. We're just growing and taking our time doing it the way we want to do it. And yes. So since you've been with Hunter Promotions, have you noticed a difference in your path? Most definitely. <laughs> Trajectory has gone up. He, yes. he understands the game and he's been teaching me. And um, I've grown tremendously since I've met him, even mm-hmm. as a person, because I was uh, real. You know, and you probably can attest it is just seeing me out in the earlier days. Mm-hmm. I really wasn't more a real talkative person. I didn't really try to move around the rooms and connect with nobody. I was kind of in my shell and just like, okay, I'm going to stay out the way. Just because, like I said, I take, like, energy just, it affects me. I don't want to push out the wrong energy, and I don't want to receive the wrong energy. So a lot of times I just kind of stay to myself so they don't even happen. And I understand that this. Like, you have to take that gamble. That's one of the smallest gambles you can take in order yeah. to, and something can change your life by one conversation. Mm-hmm. And he taught me that, and I've been in rooms to witness it happen. So I'm blessed to be able to have somebody like him on my side for sure. And shout out to Rock Steady and shout out to Neil. Shout out to DJ Rock yeah, Steady. I talked to him uh, this past week too, and yeah. um, we were talking about some things that I'm trying to do with Lamorno in college. And sure. We talked about that before we got started on the interview because I definitely want you involved um, with being talent for things that they have and also talking to the students and, you know, motivating them and letting them know what you do. It's so many kids that are inspired by you, Kendrick P. I'm I'm glad to hear that because I I never be able to, I don't think about it or just Mm kind of look into it because I'm so busy trying to just make sure I'm doing what I need to do, so. It's a blessing that the energy being received for sure. Yeah, just you telling your story. Sure. You know, you never know who's listening, who needs to hear your journey. Um, and I'm glad that you're open to doing it. It took a while. 
Yeah. It took a while. I said it more. Take it, look, take it one day at a time. Look, you mm-hmm. said, what? Well, because I'm glad you got a good team. Because what's going to happen when you boom, boom, boom? Look, I'm people going to be at you. I got to I gotta be on point. I'm in a way better space now, especially with, you know what I'm saying? I got a child. So there's like. Congratulations. I saw your beautiful you. baby girl. She is gorgeous. Thank you. Thank you. She even changed my whole perspective on everything. That so, will happen. Yeah, I'm I'm grateful for it. I'm I'm in love with this little girl, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I just everything I gotta do I think of her. Yes. And kinda just narrate, take away any type of doubts or any fears or whatever, because it's like we gotta get it done. Yeah. Regardless of how you feel about it. Feelings don't really matter at this point. We okay. Got, we got something to do. We got something to do. Now we're gonna get into some of this new music, you got Years and Tears dropping on August 18th. Now, Ricardo sent me quite a few records. I said, hey, send me the clean versions, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what really caught my ear is this rain on me. Like, okay, SWV, okay, Kendrick yeah. got his own flow for it. Yeah, no. So I want you to kind of introduce rain on me. I'm going to play it right here on WYXR. Show this your boy Kendrick P and this is a single off of my project Rain on Me. Here we go. Rain on me, Kendrick P. Gotta learn how to stay. I can't rain down. 
That's Rain On Me, Kendrick P, Years and Tears Project. Kendrick P, I like that. Thank you. Thank I like that. You got the uh, Kanye choir in the middle, in the yeah, beginning. Yeah. Then you got the SWV sample. I'm loving it. Thank you. I'm trying to put it together. Yes, it sounds good. I was like, you know what? You need to let SWV hear that. And what <laughs> you tell me? I was just like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's Kanye choir. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they gonna say. They let might me call, get mad look, let me text Kanye right quick. Hey, Kanye. Hit him up. Let him know something. <laughs> Tell him miss with it, man. Show some love, man. Oh, wow. So, look, with this Years and Tears album, how how did you approach this album differently than other projects? Uh, this is pretty much the most personal body of work I've ever put together mm. as a whole. Uh, I really never just go into anything that I went through in my personal life. I have on like some older mixtapes, maybe like 15. I made a few songs speaking on some things. And let me be more clear with it because everything that I write comes from real life experiences. But this is me talking about some things that I wouldn't necessarily be comfortable speaking on beforehand. And I feel like my approach was first, it was really um, therapy for me just to release all these uh, feelings and emotions into creating his music and mm-hmm. hopefully the songs and the stories that I'm putting out to the people could help somebody and that's pretty much all we can do as artists just put out our pain and our stories and our triumphs and hopefully somebody can relate to it and either learn from it, grow from it or you know, just connect with it in any way possible. Mm-hmm. So that was my approach with this one for sure. Wow, because I know when we talked about your initial project, your first project, it was all about the women then. It's how young, <laughs> but and not to say I wasn't going through nothing. You feel yeah. me? Like I had been through some, you know, some crazy things. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess it didn't really set in as what it was because we were so used to the environment. It wasn't really nothing to think about. It was like this, is what it was. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we were just kind of young and in the moment. And that's all I really think about, trying to get some money and some women. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? A lot of the uh, music and content we consume, that's all. It's that's it. what it is. Yeah. And so, I can understand it because, you know, influences from your surroundings, from wherever you grow up, that's what you. That's how your mind is going to be shaped. Mm-hmm. Granted, we have too much information out here now to where you, you're not limited so you can learn whatever you need to learn mm-hmm. for you to grow in whatever necessary way that's possible. Uh, so I, I really don't I don't know what we could do with this right now because I know for one thing, it's influencing our younger generation horribly. And mm-hmm. I feel like us artists need to stand on the fact that we do have a um, a moral obligation to our people to not do so, especially when the powers that be are making sure that this is the sound and this is the frequencies that's being pushed onto our people. And it's it's detrimental, especially for our future. So, you know, that's why I try to push love and 
that's really my my main thing is just trying to push love, staying in the loving energy, no matter what environment, who you are, man, woman, whatever you know how it go these days. Like, I love yeah. you. You good? Like, just just live your life and be you, and you, it's all good. But we still gotta change the narrative, cause. Yes, we do. Hey, we got to change the narrative. And you know what you sing with so much passion? Like, uh, when I listen to your your records, um, I, I can feel what you're saying. Um, I can't I'm say I get, I, I'm receiving the energy that you're giving. Yeah, I'm glad. Like, I'm yes, glad. it's coming through. And um, just talking about how, uh, you know, like probably some of these labels and stuff um, have always controlled the narrative. We are celebrating 50 years of hip-hop right now. Dope. And uh, super dope, super dope. And I was looking at a documentary on Netflix called Ladies First. It's a new documentary about the ladies of that have impacted hip hop. Okay. And they talked about those deals. But we've all heard about these deals that these hip hop artists, even, you know, hip hop, R&B, whatever genre you're in, um, you know, they just shysty, and they still doing them. Yes, most definitely. It's always a new way to trick somebody, you know. Yes. They, they figuring it out. It's, it's what they do. That's so. what they do. So the, from the deals to not putting the women in the forefront. Like mm-hmm. when hip-hop started, they Roxanne Shantae was solo dolo. But like other women, MC Light was too, yeah. Queen Latifah. But Queen Latifah had a whole nother business acumen going on. She was on some yeah, and her mama, and her, yeah, her, thing, yeah, and her mama was very influential in making sure that happened. But when mm-hmm. you look at some of the other ladies, they had to be a part of a crew. Yeah. And you remember, uh, run, uh, not Run DMC, uh, my boy, uh, Dr. Dre, mm-hmm. NWA. Mm-hmm. You know how they was coming and talking about women, and they kind of set the tone. Yeah, two live crew too. Come on now, they definitely <laughs> and set the tone. And we was dancing to it though. Yeah. We were dancing to it. And like, that's why, it, like, when I say the pros and cons, it's it's mm-hmm. hard to really judge because for one, man, they changing their lives with yeah. the stuff that they making. So it's like it's benefiting them and the people around them. So you really can't penalize them for doing what they do because they need to help their family. Like, congrats to you, brother. Grow. Yeah, with the with the deals, of course they gon. If you don't understand what you're getting into, then they gonna make sure that they lopsided on their side rather than yours, and mm-hmm. you gonna you gonna hate it every time. And that's been the, the narrative of the industry since mm, it began. Such a dirty, dirty guy. Yeah, and even the people that you would think they they understand not to do that, the people gonna still do it to you in the uh, essence of business in mm-hmm. itself. And you know, it is what it is. How does Kendrick P combat that? Learn and have a good team of mm-hmm. people around you that understand what what to do and what not to do. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I was blessed with people that was kind of just pushing me to read and do stuff like that when I was kind of early growing. So I was reading up on different things that was supposed to be in contracts, how these things supposed to be lined up, and you know, just getting a at least some type of understanding on what these paperwork supposed to look like. That is not going in my favor. It is going in my favor, mm-hmm. and I, well, we need to negotiate. Yeah, exactly. Like, I want, I want to, I wanted to be able to, like, if I'm ever presented with paperwork, which I have been, um, at least I can skim through this and know before I even take it to a lawyer that it's some bull or not. Because mm-hmm. why we finna waste time spending all this extra money if we ain't finna sign this deal so it's like well that's good you can yeah. skim through it on your own initially. Uh, I didn't put no games <laughs> cause them lawyers not cheap 
They're not cheap, but they worth it if you get in they the right situation. Yeah, they it's all every it's protection. Time. Protection, exactly. It's necessary. Got to be on point. Wow. Well, we're going to jump into another track from Years and Tears called Hello World. Tell us about this one, Kendrick. Hello World. I think I was kind of in my rubber bag. You know what I'm saying? Oh. I, I kind of just flashed out with I was having fun with the record. Uh, I think you gonna you pretty much understand what I'm doing and how I feel when the jump play is just it's, it's understood. Okay, Hello, rapper world. Let's see a kid in this rapper <laughs> Here we go. If you can't love me with no money in my bank account, then don't come around. When I make it out, it was a drought. But if I ain't know nothing, I knew one day I would make a route. I never had a doubt inside my mind. No skate, all grind, redefine the lines with vision so sublime. They like KPD on, he on prime time, he nice. I've been needing hit all my life. Well, hello world, it's finally nice to meet you. Got so much that I could say, but just don't know which way to greet you. I could teach a couple people how quick action could be lethal. Misguided by misguided souls, this cycle so deceitful. Free my people, keep my people free, that's free. Thank God they believe in me. Swear when once is all I need, so seize up prosperity. Every word that I speak is prophetic. Since a baby, I knew I was born for blessings. Never stressing, no. These rappers out here so pathetic, but God bless them. Long as they never stepping in the ring with a king that live with head seven. I feel they know better. I just never said I'm built for all weather, pain rain for many days. I'm up in all levels, time for getting paid. So don't hit Cardo if you ain't got all I do today. I ain't come here to play. In my mind, you still last if you ain't first place. Yeah. Yes, hello world, Kendrick P. He is in the building right now. How long did it take you to write Hello World? Uh, probably not too long. I don't. I I feel like I wrote that during a session. Mm. So sometimes I get in these mode, and honestly, I haven't really been writing songs as of lately. So I be freestyling a lot of things. I actually did write this song though, um, and I don't remember how long, but it wasn't more than an hour span. I can say so. I like that. I like the production too. Thank you. Shout out to my dog Dexter. He's Dexter. in Berlin, Germany. Berlin, Germany. Excuse me. Okay. Yeah. You got the Germany production. Yeah. So folks send you beats and things like that. And you yeah. like, let me see what I could do with it. For so sure. definitely, I begin like he sent me packs like. 10 at a time other guys kind of send me mm-hmm. whatever they feel is necessary and uh, i like it if i don't i let them know you know i try to work with as many people as i can mm-hmm. so that sounds good track. shout out to dexter yeah dexter my dog so <laughs> out there in berlin do you work with any memphis producers yeah uh shout out to my dog them shiffy uh chef and dt the kid a kitchen on fire that's what they call their brand he mm-hmm. produced a lot of stuff for don trip Lido. really a lot of people in the city for mm-hmm. real uh, he be connecting a lot of dots with people in the city on the low key. So shout out to Chef now for sure. Um, I work with Ao. He a great producer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I re- I think that's pretty much all in the city that I work with on like pretty much a consistent basis. Like I got a nice amount of 
songs with them. But Dexter kind of crowd my catalog right now, to be honest. Mm-hmm. He sent me so many tracks, man. I'm looking for beats every day, so I need whoever, like... Hit Kendrick P up with your beats if you are listening right now. Circling back to the Memphis connection, um, I asked you about Memphis producers. Mm -hmm. What about Memphis artists? Do you collab with any Memphis artists? Uh, What does that look like? Um, I really haven't had the chance to just collab with too many of the Memphis artists. Um, Of course, some of the guys on the underground saying we kind of connect and we have relationships, but time and be everywhere so we don't just really be able to record as much as I probably would like I am open to work with more artists and when I see them we talk about working but it just kind of you know never kind of works out uh no fault on either party but you know I feel like timing is everything and I just wanted to be a genuine experience so we can create something that's gonna last that's really my thing with music I don't really just Mm -hmm. like making anything I wanted to be something special every time in a booth so Whenever it worked that way, it's going to work that way. And I love everything pretty much every artist is doing in the city. Like, we really popping it. Like, shout we out to all We are really popping. We on top of it. Hey, we already well, knew. We've we, we been knew that we we was on top of the map. Y'all just were playing. Now y'all ain't got no choice but to see. Look, Kendrick, it's in the DNA out here. Um, and, and I'm a transplant to Memphis, and I've seen it since I got here. I remember when I first moved to Memphis. We were in Raleigh, yeah. and uh, people were the the students. They were telling me about Three Six Mafia. I had I had not heard about Three Six Mafia Three until my move. And they yeah. played. I want to say maybe looking for the chewing, and they yeah. started juking and stuff. I was like, what are, what is and going on? Like, yeah. <laughs> but Gosh it felt walking. good. It felt good. You know, Memphis got his own little aura. I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. What part of Texas you from? Beaumont. Boma, I heard, I heard of Boma. It's near Houston. Yeah. It's like southeast Texas. Okay. Near Galveston. Okay. I don't yeah. think I've ever been there, but I've only been to Texas so many times, so I ain't going to lie. What part of Texas have you gone? They've been you? to Houston and, oh. Uh, yeah. We were we right by Houston. Yeah. yeah. You like Dallas, don't you? I like both of them. You Asian. like Houston fast. That, see, this is, yeah. <laughs> that, oh, God. I yes. promise that's the difference. Dallas is more laid back, but you still go out there mm-hmm. and pop it. You feel it's more just, metropolitan. Yeah. But Houston going to give it to Man, you. Man, it's a big, like you moving in Houston. Mm-hmm. I like it. Just depending on what you're doing, I wouldn't just be out there on no uh, chilling. I got to go out there and get some money. That's what I like. Get a lot of bread out there for real. It is. Yeah. What you know about them Texas boys? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Ah, I had to say it, but um, <laughs> something I want to bring up with the Memphis connection. Mm-hmm. Um, I brought my son Dallas to a listening party the other night, Thursday night, with Set. He just signed a ten seventeen Gucci mm-hmm. man, Gucci man, and. Gucci. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> I mean, the energy was just crazy in there. And I shout asked him the him. question. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Set because it's crazy. I got invited by uh, the DJ organization, the Dope Academy. Yeah, Dope Academy. Shout out to my guys over there. Yes, El Plaga, yeah. DJ Quinn. Yeah, uh, big shout out to my girl, T-Dot. I yeah. didn't see her that night, but I know she's uh, a part of that organization as yeah. well. But uh, they, they, they hit me up and I was like, can I bring my son? He got a clothing brand. I was like, yeah, bring your son. And he brought set a shirt. And so I, I got on the microphone. I was like, hi, I have a question. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, with so many artists from Memphis, um, you know, doing big things, you know, we on top right now. What sets you apart from the rest? Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm hungry and I'm going to go and get it. Like, like he he just kept saying it. Like 
he felt what he was saying as well. Man. And I listened to the album. It's it's nice. So, I ain't listened to the album yet. I need to check it out. I check it out. Lie. I'm gonna have to listen to it because I know I've heard a couple of his singles and he definitely doing his thing. Mm-hmm. I rock with it. He's making the street move for sure. He's shout making out to the Rush. streets yeah. move. And shout out to uh, Real Red. <laughs> I, if I'm not mistaken, he produced uh, some some work on that album for sure. That's my family. So, yeah, shout out to him. Yeah. yeah. What does your mom and dad and your uh, grandfather feel about how your career is going? This music this music world that has taken over your life. Everybody, um, they're pretty happy about it. They understand that it's, you know, it's a timely like a matter like it's it's not gonna happen overnight even though it may seem when it you know when that big shift happens it may seem like overnight but they understand especially from watching me over these last like nine plus years they see that I, I'm fully committed to what I'm doing I really understand what my purpose and within my purpose is within all of the music and they just know I'm passionate to the point to where I won't stop until I until I'm out of here so mm-hmm. kind of what it is and I'm actually good at what I do, so yes, you are. Yeah, I'm blessed to be able to do what I do, and I'm just making sure I do it at the highest levels. And they love it, and they can they encourage me at all, all the time. Look at my daughter; <laughs> she is so cute, and she smiled at me and grabbed my hand. So yeah, I that know means she like you, and that means I'm a good person. All yeah. the babies love Esco. Respects, respects. <laughs> babies know what's going on. Yes. They do. No they so innocent, and all they do is pick up on energy. Every, exactly, because she won't go to everybody. She don't touch right. everybody. Right. Real. I think I could have picked her up. She probably would have let you pick up for real. Yeah. We can see. We can <laughs> we see after the interview for sure. <laughs> we go see. Uh, we're gonna do this segment with verbally effective and close out. Repeat after me, Kendrick P. Mm-hmm. A mine, say mine. A mine, say mine. Oh, I think that's the best. A mine, say mine. <laughs> I have ever heard. Say it one more time. Hey, mine. Say mine. I'm a real Mivin. You, you got to know it. You sure are. You yeah, sure no. are. Now, this is a moment of transparency between you and I. And we've kind of talked about this a little bit during the interview about 50 years of hip hop. I want to know from you, Kendrick P. Mm-hmm. What is your most iconic moment in hip hop? What is it for you? Whoa. I know. That's a big question. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. You, know, that's you got to think, huh? You got to think. You got me with that one, fam. <laughs> what, you, what you love the most? About hip-hop about in general? About hip-hop. Okay. When did you fall in love with hip-hop? You know what? Now, I think I can answer that question. I feel like I fell in love with hip-hop. And I was born in 96, so forgive me, right? But I'm I think you. it was Lil Wayne. Um, he got a song called Leather So Soft. And I feel like that was my first time really just understanding what the what wordplay was. Like, mm-hmm. I got it. You know what I'm saying? I kind of, I know, I used to learn songs like this. So I knew every rap song there was pretty much that my mom and I was listening to. But it was something about that. And um, I just kind of connected with, you know, Lil Wayne was kind of our dude growing up. Like, Lil Wayne, was, he, he the one. And... I don't know. From that moment, I just started to kind of just tune into the wordplay and just kind of get more in tune with my, the bar structures and everything, and I fell in love with it. And that's why I have to always uh, infuse the hip-hop with my R&B mix because it's kind of inevitable for me. I kind of It's how I move. It's how my brain structure. It's a real hip-hop and R&B collab. I can't help it. Lil Wayne the one. He the one. Because he was big for me growing up being in... Um, Beaumont, Texas. We yeah. we heard nothing but Cash Money. 
UGK, you know. <laughs> Love UGK. My mama used to buy UGK. I'm telling you. Shout out to your mama. Yeah, my I want to meet her. Yeah, she a real. Yeah, I think y'all y'all probably rock on everything. I believe it. I think y'all a rock for sure. I believe it, but I'm happy you had said Lil Wayne was the one that kicked it out for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. Lil Wayne, the guy. He the guy. He the guy. It's a, it's a lot of other people that led up to that. Because mm-hmm. I listen to a, like my mama used to listen to Nas. Like she listened to pretty much all of the the hip hop. Probably not too much Jay Z, but. I kind of dived into him on my own time. Mm-hmm. And, like J. Cole, one of my favorite rappers, and Kendrick Lamar, and all these type of guys. Like, lyricism is a passion. And, yeah, he definitely kicked it off for me. So, shout yeah. out to Wayne. I would say, I already brought up UGK, uh, Pimp C, Bum B. Uh, I would also say anything screwed. We sc- they yeah, we listen to so much screw music. Yeah, Texas, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that kicked it off. But, you know, me and my brother... We were, up, we were always up watching videos, so with Donnie Simpson, yeah. um, all the videos, everything on MTV, yeah. you know, just grew up in that world. And then when I went to Lamont on college, it was Free and AJ 106 in Park. So grew it never on. stopped. Uh, see, and me leaving out 106 in Park make it crazy because we couldn't wait to get home to watch 106, yes. see who number one, or who owned that jump for the day. 106 was. It was our childhood, for sure. It like, was. It, it was. really was. And speaking of a 106 in Park, I see your videos are in heavy rotation on BET Jams and some more. Shout out to the team. Tell man. me about that. Oh, you know, we just... Working. Yeah, we just working. Having, you know, <laughs> building the right relationships, connecting with the right people that love what we do. And, we, you know, we encourage what they do and appreciate them even caring about what we're doing. So, they, they pushing it. and They we just, pushing it. We just... Constantly sending them work, and that's how we kind of that's how the relationship has went as lately. And it's a blessing to have people like that favor you in such a light. And we're just trying to make sure we keep the energy going, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, Kendrick P., I have really enjoyed you today. Oh, I appreciate you having me. Yes, we gotta I w- do it again. We're gonna definitely do it again. We're gonna do some live stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you know, I, I look forward to you uh, working with the students at Lamont on College, yeah. performing at Homecoming. Let's do it. I, I can already see they gonna go crazy. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, I love connecting with the people, especially the kids, man. Yes, and they love you too. Um, any final words? Anything you want to say about your new project, Years and Tears? Uh, Years and Tears is, like I said, very personal. I, I'm hoping that you can relate to some of the stories or at least connect to it to just understand where I'm coming from, but more so to help you get through anything that you're going through. Um, I hope you feel loved and man, just stay you, stay strong, and don't let all the outside bull drain you from focusing on who you need to be in this life. You got this. So, yeah. Yes, and Years and Tears is dropping August 18th on all platforms. Yep, all platforms, Years and Tears. Tap into the story. I promise yes. you're going to love it. And how can everybody follow you on social media? Because that's where it's at right there. You know, got to follow. <laughs> got to tap in. Eh? Um, follow me on all social media platforms at Kendrick P. Music instead of an S, it's a Z. Um, if you want to stream any of my music, I'm on all platforms. You type in Kendrick P. And if you want to simplify it, Go on your search engine, type in Kendrick P. Everything I've ever released will drop for you. So, Yes, make sure you follow my boy Kendrick P. Kendrick P., I'm so proud of you. I have watched you grow as an artist, 
grow as a man. You're now a father. Thank you. And the connection with your daughter is undeniable. And I'm going to be right here for you if you need me for anything. Likewise. I appreciate you. You I always have. Too. I know, right? Hold on, let, me dip, let me say that while we on <laughs> earth, man. Hey. And I have always supported me from when I was my what I it's really been a long time yes. over five years for sure. Yes. So like she always showed me love. Energy never changed when we in any setting. Even if we ain't seen each other for a year plus, when we see each other, it's gonna be the same love. That's how so I shout out to Ina, yes. you doing your thing. You've been doing your thing and. People like me, we need you. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate so, that, yeah, Kendrick P. Anything sure. you need from me, um, I wish you nothing but the best on this new project, Years and Tears. We're going to push that thing. Ricardo, we pushing that thing. Yeah, man. 100 <laughs> promotion. You hear me? Thank you so much, Kendrick P. <laughs>